Hi guys, welcome back to Be the Main Character with Bianca. I'm a little sad to admit that for the past 30 minutes, me and my me and my microphone have been arguing, we've been fighting. It hasn't been the prettiest sight, but I think I now got it to work. Fingers crossed. We we did good for 2 weeks, no issues, but you know, always got to throw the curveball in there. On a more positive note, let's do some life updates. So I'm having an amazing week. It's only Tuesday for me personally, listening or recording this now. And I know it's only Tuesday, but I'm having an amazing week and feel like I had such a productive weekend that it really set me up for the week. And I just feel like I accomplished so many things over this past weekend. And it was also just so nice out last week. And I had girls night on Friday and then I was just productive Saturday and Sunday and I started the week off great. Anyways, I'm in a phase right now of wanting to change and redo and decorate everything in my apartment. So my furniture is kind of pulled together from stuff I had at my parents' house, stuff I had sitting in a storage unit because my grandparents moved to Florida a couple years ago. And they were going to just toss all this furniture that they had, like brand new furniture and or lightly used, like in very good condition furniture. And I knew that within the next year I was going to be moving. So I took all of that furniture and put it in a storage unit until I moved. And so when it came time for me to move into the apartment, I took some of those pieces and put them into my apartment room. Now, everything doesn't match perfectly, and it's it's fine. Like, it's, it's a work in progress, but now I'm in a phase of wanting to just, like, switch out everything and decorate everything and do everything. So, and I'm also in my Be the Builder era. I really am. Um, I haven't built much, but we did do some stuff this weekend. Let's, let's run through it. So, we had a very productive weekend. So, I finally have a couch in my apartment living room. Me and my roommate are currently furnishing that room right now, and I had a couch sitting in my storage unit, and we finally, me and my brothers, we moved it this weekend. It's in there. It looks great. I'm really happy that it's in there. Um, for a while, me and my parents, we had two couches. We weren't sure if we were going to switch them, and I was going to take the one at the house, and they were going to take the one in the storage unit. It was this big thing. We finally figured out that we were just going like, to keep our own couches, so I finally moved that into the apartment, so I was really happy about that. And then I just had what I felt like was just a lot of clutter in my apartment, and I'm trying to get rid of that. Like I feel like I'm like a a basket person like I put things in baskets and they just like stay on the floor and I actually hate it like unless it has a place I don't like it so I eliminated a lot of that this weekend I also got rid of a whole table I had in my room and replaced it with like one of those like tier rolling carts which was very simple to put together you literally just stack the pieces on top of one another um that was really easy project number one very very easy so I did that and I moved a ton of stuff. So I'm very happy with that. I'm happy with the couch. And then my first project was going to be my closet because my closet is a lot smaller than my one I had at home. And I just feel like it gets messy so quickly. So I got those like almost like bookshelf cases or like those like cubby things. And I got two of them and I put those in my closet. Also built those and put those together myself. Also 
very, very simple and very easy. Um, I feel like my next projects after this are not going to be so simple and easy because those were both things that I could carry up my stairs myself and also put together myself. My next couple projects, I don't know if they're going to be so easy. So my idea and thought process is every couple weeks I'm going to work on something different. I want to do like a little reading nook in my room because I think that'd be so cute. The one thing I know for sure I'm going to keep is my bed frame and I think my bedside table because I really love my bed frame. My parents gave it to me a couple years ago and I love it. I don't think I'll ever get rid of it and it's queen. It's a queen size. I love it. It fits perfectly in my room. I really like the aesthetic of it. I don't think I'll switch that out but I do want to get a new dresser. I want to switch out my vanity that I've literally had since I was 13. I mean, it's lasted. It's done the job for 13 years, but I think it's time for an upgrade. And so I want to do the dresser, the vanity, and I want to do the reading nook. And I think when I get my dresser, I'm also going to get a TV, which I have not had a TV in my room in I don't even know how many years. One, I don't watch a lot of TV, so I've never really thought it was necessary and it just takes up space. And two, I've always just used my Mac to watch everything and I just like watch it in bed and it's never been an issue for me. I don't really know why I want one now. Maybe if I have like friends over and stuff, but I mean, we do have a TV in the living room. So maybe I won't do that. I don't know yet. I haven't decided, but it's been on my head that I'm going to get a dresser and a TV. I don't know. But anyways, new dresser, new vanity, reading nook. Oh, and forgot about this part. This is a very important part. I'm also doing a bar cart in my living room. So I also want to do that and possibly get a new TV stand. There's just a lot in the works. So if you guys want to follow me along this process, I'm going to record each little section I do on TikTok. I also love doing little projects like this, but for me, building stuff like this not the easy stuff. I'm talking about like the dresser, for instance, or the vanity is always stuff I would rely on my dad to do or he would at least help me with. And I kind of like that I'm taking it into my own hands and doing it on my by myself or at least with minimal help. And it's like an independent girly moment and I'm really here for it. I really love it. I know I haven't done anything that significant yet, but I'm really excited to figure that out and build it myself. And yeah, and make this space just something I really love. I'm here for the next year and some days. I'm here until the summer of 2024 May is when my lease is up and so that's a whole year of enjoying and loving this space so I'm gonna make it something I really like and yeah so that's my plan and my goal for the next few months I don't know how much I'll do in the summer just because I'm not home a lot in the summer on the weekends I'm always up at the lake so I want to try and get as much done from now until Memorial Day I almost said Labor Day whoops but yeah that has been my most recent obsession and thing to do is build and reorganize maybe it's because it's spring and I'm like love spring cleaning like, I want to go through my dresser again. Even though I just moved and got rid of so much stuff and so many clothes, I want to do it again because I feel like I still have stuff that I don't use and wear every single day and that are just taking up space. And I have less space than I did at my parents' house, obviously. So I think I can even get rid of and donate even more. 
So I think that's also my next project is going through everything again. And yeah, I'm in this apartment for the next year. I want to make it a place I really enjoy and love and love to come home to. And I listened to this on someone else's podcast. It's Manifest by Tori D. Simone. If you guys ever want to check it out, it's my favorite podcast ever, um, which gave me the big push to start this podcast. I was listening to her podcast for years that I absolutely loved. And she talked about when she was moving a lot or just like in the early adult stages of where you don't stay somewhere for very long. And she felt like when she was in an apartment, even for a year, she knew she was going to move. So she felt like she didn't own and take ownership of that space and decorate it and make it something she really loved. And she said she really regrets that because it was her space. A year is a long time. And she wished she had made it feel more like home in the time she had spent there rather than just being like, oh, I don't want to do all this because I'm going to move in a year. For me, at least, I know that when I'm buying these pieces that I can move them into future homes. They're all going to be white, which is what I would want in a different space. Like I wouldn't change that from this apartment to the next. I think with the weather being so nice, I become a very, very creative person. So I like to do like little projects like this. It makes me very happy. I'm very open to it. And literally the weather changes me. I'm telling you guys. Also guys, the past two days I've woken up before 5 a.m. easily. I'm so happy about that. Last week I got up pretty early a couple times as well. But the past two days, and I know it's only two days, but still, I'm proud of it. I've gotten up before 5 a.m. easily without feeling absolutely drained. I did a lift workout on Monday, and then today I went and did a 5K with the sunrise, and it was amazing. I feel so freaking good. I enjoy coming home, right home after, so much. Or like, for instance, yesterday, which gave me the push, I worked out in the morning because I knew I had plans after work and I knew if I didn't work out before work that I was going to miss my workout for the day and I had to go pick up my bridesmaid's dress with my cousin after work. Like right after work I drove straight to her house and we went to um, the bridal store and picked out, picked up my dress um, because it was in. I had ordered it a couple months ago and I knew if I didn't get up and go do my workout in the morning that I was going to miss my workout completely and I knew it was not going to start off my week good and I knew if I snoozed the alarm on Monday I was probably going to snooze it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday so I made myself get up and it really wasn't that bad. I also give some credit to my hatch alarm. I still love that thing and I also went to bed pretty early the night before and by pretty early I mean like 10. Like 10 I'm realizing is like a sweet spot for me. Between 10 and 10.30 if I go to sleep at that time I can wake up before 5 a.m. pretty easily and I've been giving myself so I wake up at 445 and I give myself from 445 to 5 to wake up like I wake up when my alarm goes off but I stay in bed for about 15 minutes because that is just how I adjust I always used to think I had to get right up out of bed and that would promote me to be able to wake up earlier but I I just need those 15 minutes of time to just wake up slowly, be on my phone. And I used to think waking up and being on your phone was like a crime to waking up early. It's not. Um, it's not that serious. I just go on my phone for like 15 minutes, barely, and then I get right out of bed and I feel fine. And I feel like, okay, like I'm gently waking up rather than like I have to get up and do X, Y, Z and no. I get those 15 minutes to just like slowly come to terms with the fact like, okay, we're getting up, we're going to work out, 
we're so proud we're loving it everything's fine and by the end of those 15 minutes I feel great so I've been really happy with that tomorrow is my day to sleep in but I think I'm just gonna stick with the same routine and maybe just I don't know read or do something else journal because I feel like if I get myself on the schedule it'll be really easy to stick to it my reason that tomorrow would be my quote-unquote sleep in day is because Wednesdays majority of the time I go and do CrossFit with my dad oh my god I have a story to tell you guys hold on I go to CrossFit with my dad on Wednesdays and then I eat dinner with my family on Wednesday nights it's like my day that I go and see my family and also get a, a workout with my dad and go to CrossFit which by the way I'm still loving so to my CrossFit story last week it was nice outside okay and the week prior it was not as nice out and we did rope climbs the week prior that I was there a week later I didn't think we would be doing rope climbs again mind you I've been doing rope rope climbs since I was like two years old we did them in gymnastics all the time so keep that in your head okay so we did them the week before so I came in for the following class where it was really nice outside and I figured okay it's really nice outside we're probably gonna do some kind of running it's kind of hot so I'm gonna wear shorts which I've never worn shorts to CrossFit ever and usually they have the workout posted beforehand so I asked my dad like hey like what's the workout um and he said I don't know for some reason it's not posted today and I was like okay cool whatever we go to CrossFit and I see that there are rope climbs on the board again for the second week in a row. I go Wednesday to Wednesday and it's the same. It wasn't the same workout, but it had rope climbs in it. And I'm like, I'm in shorts. And my dad, months prior, I'm talking like eight months prior when he first started, got really bad rope burn doing rope climbs because he was wearing shorts. And it absolutely scarred him. He was like, I'm never doing that again. Blah, blah, blah whatever and in CrossFit there's something called a j-hook when you rope climb and if you do CrossFit you know what I'm talking about and if not you can google it um because I can't really explain it and it's very different than what I did in gymnastics in gymnastics you were either legless or you just did it like the normal way you would, normal way you would climb a rope and in CrossFit you do this thing called the j-hook one it's safer it's easier to do and it's it's just the way you're taught to do it in CrossFit and so it's a skill. You have to like learn how to do it in order to climb in this way. So it's different for me. It's a skill. It's something I'm learning and getting better at it. And this week, I finally found like I got the hang of it. We're going through the workout and all of a sudden I just feel this like sharp burning pain on my shin. And I look down, I, my entire shin has rope burn on it and it's bleeding. And I'm like, uh, okay cool my dad literally literally warned me and told me this was gonna happen because he saw I was wearing shorts he saw the rope climbs he knew I was gonna do it anyways and he I <laughs> we were walking over to do wall sits and I go look and he was like I don't even feel bad for you I literally told you this is gonna happen guys I have the worst rope burn I think I've ever had in my entire life no it is by far the worst rope burn I wish you guys could see it because it's oh, it's so bad. It was so painful. It hurt for days. Actually, it hurt for about five days to the point where I would pull my comforter up in bed and it would like glide on my shin and I was ready to be in tears. I was carrying the furniture that I put together or the 
the cubbies that I put in my closet that I put in my closet and I hit them against my shin also wanted to be in tears again so yeah my advice to you if you're going to CrossFit for the first time and you're doing rope climbs don't do them in shorts um, because I will probably have a fat scar for the summer that I'm very not happy about and yeah I don't think I've had a cut this bad since I was probably a kid it was a very humbling experience to say the least because I had to come home to my mom who was judging me very hard and then I had to clean it which I could barely touch it so now I'm trying to put soap and water on it but I knew I had to because like you're sweating you're dirty it's CrossFit like ew so I had to clean it and yeah honestly I handle pain really well and that was one of the worst pains I've had in a long time this past Sunday I did like the ultimate Sunday reset I mean I did the groceries I went to the gym I got my nails done I cleaned out my car I moved stuff to my um, storage unit I built those things for my closet I did laundry I got flowers it was amazing if you want to see it it's on my tiktok but yeah I had the ultimate Sunday reset it was just an amazing week last week was just really really great enough of me being so chatty but I really like in people's podcasts when they do their life updates so I figured I would try and do a longer one this week because I really enjoy listening to other people's lives and what they have going on and I'm very excited for spring and summer and I hope it gets you guys excited too so let's get into today's topic which is going to be called the growing pains of friendships this idea actually came to me with a friend while I was hanging out with a friend that I don't see a ton. I see her maybe once a month, maybe once every two months, but we have been friends since our junior year of high school and we became very close very fast and we're still friends years later. We've been out of high school for four or five years now and we were at a coffee shop together doing our like monthly meetup and we were just talking about how much friendships change from high school to post high school or post college even and that's what sparked this idea for me. I feel like there's a big transition that happens from high school friends to college friends and also with just that process in general of leaving people that you've seen every day for the past four years or some people who maybe you've traveled from elementary school to high school with and now some of you guys are going to different colleges or majority of you are going to different colleges, some to different states, some to different countries, um, because maybe you're going and studying abroad your first year of freshman year, which is very unlikely. Not a lot of people do that. But let's just say for this instance, you did. Or like I said, even a different state is a big deal. I feel like when you're graduating high school and you're surrounded by some of your best friends, you feel unstoppable, like there would be nothing that would alter or change this friendship and that college has nothing on you and you're going to keep these friends in your life forever and they're going to be in your wedding. Sometimes that does happen. You will keep your high school friends forever or you will keep them long term or whatever the case is, but majority of the time you're not going to keep all of them and things are going to change after you leave high school and I say as they should I think things should change after high school I'm not saying you should lose friends after high school I'm saying that things in your life are going to change you're going through a big transition period everyone is and things are going to change friendships are going to change people are going to change 
who you mesh with. So I've talked about before how I went to a trade school for high school. So for me, a lot of my friends or not a lot, but a couple, especially of my closer friends were already in the trades they knew were going to be their careers and didn't require a college education. Or if they did, they were doing it in other ways or taking night classes that were offered at my high school for beyond high school level um, to work towards a license. For instance, your electrical, plumbing, whatever it was. I had friends in cosmetology that already had their licenses. And for them, they were either going to go to certificate programs or licensure programs beyond that but it wasn't at a university where I was going to a university and it wasn't far away but it was those are two different experiences that you're gonna have so initially I thought I wanted the college experience of you know the four-year big university I thought that's what I wanted and obviously as you guys know if you've listened to other episodes I didn't end up liking it But in that time, I did make a ton of friends within my first semester of college. And then I felt like I also lost a lot of friends after my first semester of college. And then after I left my university and ended up coming back home, I went some episodes of depression and really bad anxiety. And once I not got over it, because it's not really something you get over. But once I made the decision that I no longer wanted to feel like this all the time and that there was things I could be doing to help myself get better and feel better. And once I made that choice, I realized I was going to stop at absolutely nothing to help myself like this every single day moving forward. No matter how hard it was going to be, I knew that there was more for me, there was better for me, and I could work on all these elements of my life to make myself a better person. And that's when I started sharing on social media, and that's when I started really taking care of myself, really getting into fitness and nutrition and gut health and all these things that have changed me and developed me into the person that I am today was in this time period and that's when I also realized how important it was with who I surrounded myself with and I just felt like the friends that I had had for years that I loved dearly were just not the people that I wanted in my life anymore and I just felt like they were stuck in a very high school mentality something that I was just absolutely over and I just felt like I was fighting and fighting and fighting for something that just was never changing and sometimes letting go is so much easier than holding on for dear life to something that is never ever going to change and it absolutely sucks losing friends okay friend breakups are if not worse than romantic relationship breakups maybe it's just because I've always had friends longer than I've had relationships and I don't know if that that adds to it, but I just I think a lot of people can relate to the fact that friend breakups are so hard. Okay, they're not easy. It's not easy to just cut people off and be like, you know what? I no longer can tolerate you in my life anymore. That is not easy. It takes a certain level of maturity and acceptance with yourself to realize I need to do this in order for me to be better in order for me to thrive in order for me to whatever it is because I talk about this openly a lot with people now and I think people get the idea that I have such an easy time cutting people off because that's just who I am and I just don't tolerate this and I don't do this but it's not easy it's it's a decision and it's a very hard decision and it's a decision that I've grieved you are going to grieve friendships that end 
and you're going to grieve it for years to come. I still grieve friendships that ended eight years ago. I still have a hard time coping with the idea that I have no idea what's happening in that person's life. I don't know what's happening with their family. I don't know what's going on at all. And it hurts because at one time you knew everything that was going on in that person's life with their family, with their pets, everything. You get so entwined with your friends, especially if you're really, really close. And to just fully lose that, it's really hard to stomach. But like I said before, sometimes it's absolutely necessary in order to grow and it sucks. It sucks so bad, but sometimes it's truly, really worth it and you'll see it, you know, months later. And it's okay to just outgrow people. It doesn't have to be bad blood. It doesn't have to be this huge ordeal. Sometimes you simply just outgrow people and that's why they're no longer in your life and vice versa. They might think that they've outgrown you and they distance themselves from you and it's just... The friendship's just not there anymore. It's just disconnected. This is going to vary from friend to friend. So some friends, maybe you guys grow apart and every once in a while you like comment on the other person's Facebook post or whatever. Like, hey, like I saw you have a new niece. Like she's so pretty, blah, blah, blah. She's so cute. And that's the first time you guys have maybe talked in a year and it's just as much of that little exchange and that's just the kind of friends you are now where maybe in high school you talked every day all day you had all your classes together you were on the same sports team and you talked all the time and now it's just that small exchange is all you have but that's still better than nothing and sometimes those are just the relationships you're going to grow into as you become an adult where it's just those small exchanges is all you have left but those are still meaningful you're going to have other people in your life that you do not communicate with at all anymore. You don't know anything about them and that's okay too. And also if you decide years down the road that you just want to check in on them, that's okay as well. But keep in mind if it's going to hurt you more than it's going to help you, it's not worth rekindling. Then I had a period of loneliness after I had outgrown or I don't want to say cut off, but cut communications with after high school where I had also just left a big university where I had made a ton of friends but now I no longer go to school with these people anymore so it's not like I'm seeing them every single day either so I was in this weird period of loneliness for a while where it tempted me to want to go back and run back to those old friends that maybe weren't as good for me just for the simple fact that I was lonely but I was working on myself so hard that I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I would rather be lonely and bring in these amazing people in my life than be lonely and run back to maybe something that was hurting me, wasn't good for me, that I outgrew. It's just not worth running back to. Just like I've talked about with romantic relationships, sit in the loneliness to figure out what you want out of a friend, what you want your friend group to look like what does your friend group do what are your friend group's interests what jobs do your friends have all of those things you look for in romantic relationships partners whatever you can manifest and bring into your life with a friend group by writing down the qualities and traits that you want and expect out of friendships and quality over quantity guys I will always take a small select hand-picked group of friends 
rather than a huge group of people that I am not very close with all of them, but just are acquainted with all of them. I would rather have deep, true connections with five people rather than acquainted with 20 people. And also coming from the other side of this, I think it's also important to recognize and realize this transition that's going to happen after high school. There are also going to be friends that you keep from high school, but it's not going to be the same as it was in high school. You see these people in high school all day throughout classes, sports, everything. Talk to them in person every day. You go home, you text in the group chat, you Snapchat them. You're talking to them all the time because for some people, high school was your world or your friend group was your world and you talk to them all the time. For me, for instance, these were my cheerleading friends. I was on the cheer team for four years and I'm still friends with, with people from that team years later. And we spent so many hours together we spent competitions together practices together I had classes with some of those people if you were in the same shop as them you saw them a lot maybe even worked with some of them um, but we saw each other and talked to each other all the time I spent so much of my time with those people and when you're out of college nope not college when you're out of high school you're no longer going to see these people every single day and you're not going to communicate with them every single day. And I feel like this can be hard because maybe you start to doubt and question your friendships as people grow and get older and you become more distant and you're wondering if it's a friend breakup or if you're simply just growing up and distancing apart. I feel like sometimes I had a little bit of a struggle with this. Like, oh, I haven't talked to so-and-so in X amount of weeks or months and are we still friends or are we not still friends? And then when I got a little older and I realized, okay, people are in full-time jobs. They're in full-time classes. Some of them have children now. Some of them are in long-term committed relationships. Some of them are getting engaged. Some of them are buying houses. Some of them are studying abroad. Like everyone goes through these huge life changes after high school. And we have to realize that we are no longer their world anymore it's because we're not in high school anymore and their cheer team or their group chat or their friend group from high school is not everything to them now yes I still or they still care about one another but it's not the same as it was in high school because your priorities shift so much and I think I also realized this because I was friends with a lot of people the grade above me so when they all graduated and left and I didn't see them every day anymore I felt like the communication kind of separated and drifted a little bit, but it's because they were experiencing college or their first full-time job or getting an apartment or getting into their first college, whatever it was, they were experiencing a different phase of life and we all experience different phases of life where we need more distance, we need more space, we need more time. That's when I learned friendships can still be friendships where you don't talk to this person even every single week, maybe not even every single month. Um, maybe you have to set dates to see each other three months, four months, six months out. And that's what it is. Maybe you only see each other at birthday parties, graduation parties, whatever it is. But the fact that you're still invited to those things is still important because I still think of you in their biggest moments of life. And I think that's what's really special about adulthood. 
getting invited to baby showers, getting invited to weddings, getting invited to housewarming. Those things are so important and shouldn't be taken for granted when we're invited to them, even if we haven't talked to those people in a few months, because we are being included and invited to the biggest moments of their lives. And I think that's something that when you're an adult or becoming an adult and getting into the adult world that you realize how important and special those moments are to be a part of. And really just understanding people have adult lives with adult commitments and that you are important to them whether they are telling you every single day or not. And if you meet up once every three months, that is time out of someone's busy schedule that they are putting aside for you and making room for you. And that's huge. And I think I've really grown to love and appreciate that now that I'm in a very busy stage of life as well and have been for a few years is friends that you can reconnect with after months of not seeing and it's like you guys never stopped being friends is such an amazing feeling you can just pick up right where you finished off it's just so much fun and you're gonna realize those are friendships that you're gonna keep forever and I have some friends like that from high school that I'm like I will cherish this friendship forever because every time we do have the chance to meet up and be together it is like nothing changed and it's so amazing but yet so much in our adult lives have changed but the personalities that brought us to be friends in the first place is what is keeping us together and I think that's just so special but in that same sense I think losing friends that you thought you were gonna have forever is absolutely heartbreaking people you thought maybe were gonna be in your wedding when you were younger is really hard I think it's really hard to fathom and really hard when you are having those big life moments graduating um getting your first apartment like maybe you thought you were going to move into your first apartment with ex-best friend number two I don't know but you go through these life moments and you think about those old friends that you no longer have anymore and you grieve them all over again at least I do I think about this often and it's not that I'm obsessing over what I don't have anymore but it's understanding that that was a really long friendship and you are still allowed to grieve those even years later you don't have to push down those feelings and pretend they don't exist you are allowed to still grieve the people that you really thought were going to be in your life forever that you thought you were going to do adult life with I think it's totally okay to accept those feelings and Just sit with them for a minute and then move on. With those friends that you don't see a lot, make sure that the phone works both ways. If you feel like they haven't reached out to you in a while, you can always reach out to them. And be prepared to set a date for months out. Like People have busy lives. There's weddings. There's this one's birthday. There's this one's bachelorette trip. There's so much going on in adult lives that be ready for them to be like, you know what, I'm, you know, I have this huge work project that I'm working on for the next few weeks I really don't think I can hang out until a month from now can we plan something really nice for us to do together a month out from now that I know I can commit and make this is an acceptable proposal in an adult friendship so be open and ready for this because They're saying, okay, I can't right now. I still care about you. I still love you, but let's do it at a time where I can manage this and, you know, fully be present when we hang out. Next, I just want to talk about conversations in adult friendships. 
So sometimes, and I feel like I've learned this a lot in the past year or two, sometimes friends just want to rant and then sometimes they want you to listen and give advice. But I now ask my friends, okay, what do you want from me right now? Do you want me to just listen to you rant and agree with what you're saying? Or do you want me to listen to you rant, give you a second, and then do you want me to actually give you a solution or my ideas and opinions about it? Because sometimes we don't want opinions. We just want to be heard. We just want to be listened to. We want a therapy rant session. And we need everyone to agree with us because we are so heated and annoyed with whatever it is. We just want to be heard. Other times we are like, okay, bring us back down to earth. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me your point of view on this situation and let's talk about it and work through it and I think learning in adult relationships what you want out of the conversation is very important to communicate just like it's important to communicate in romantic relationships it's the same learning this communication tactic I feel like has helped a lot because I feel like I'm a very vocal and opinionated person and sometimes people don't want to hear about my opinions and what I have to say and that is totally fine so now I give them the option do you want to rant and I'll just listen because I'm a very good listener in the same way that I'm very opinionated and ready to give you a plan on how to tackle the problem but I think especially when we're adults and we maybe have had a long-term significant other or we're dealing with maybe a landlord or or your job is really hard whatever it is sometimes you just need to be heard And other times you really need someone to be like, okay, like this is how I'm seeing it from another perspective. Here's my insight on it. This is why I think you should do X, Y, Z, or this is my opinion on it. And I think giving people that option is really helpful in friendships because you're never going to give that person what they don't want to hear. Because if they're saying I'm open and willing to hearing what you have to say, they can't get mad about it because they just told you they were okay with it. So I think communicating in adult friendships is also extremely important to keeping happy, healthy adult friendships. I think adult friendships are a big part of the growing pains in that transition from high school to college or even college to post-grad life because that's a different experience that I didn't really fully have, but I can imagine it's very similar but I think it's just really navigating the friendship understanding what you want from the friendship what you are looking for in friends and understanding it's okay to lose people it's okay to grieve people just don't go back to things that hurt you always keep that in mind like why did the friendship end in the first place keep that fresh in your mind so you don't go back to things that hurt you and look out for those traits and people you are meeting now in the future and if you're in a state right now where you don't feel like you have a solid group of friends or you feel very lonely and out of place and in this weird period it all works out exactly how it's supposed to and that sounds very cliche but I'm telling you it does I was so lonely just a few years ago and now I cannot imagine having a different group of friends than I do right now and it's not even like I have one collective big group of friends that like all hang out together. I have like groups of friends in different areas that I hang out with like individually but they're all amazing and I'm so grateful for them and if I didn't lose people that I loved dearly and still love to this day I wouldn't have those friends in my life so Always just realize when you're losing something and you're grieving someone that 
there is someone in your future, just like a romantic relationship, that's coming in to fill that space and do an even better job at it. So keep the faith, navigate your adult friendships and the growing pains of them the best you can. And yeah, that is what I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This was a topic I definitely wanted to dive into for a little while and I'm glad I did. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week and I will talk to you next Thursday. Bye guys.